brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by Copper Compression. If you've been doing extra sewing or housework, your hands might need some extra support. Visit coppercompression.com and use code SEWINGOUTLOUD to receive 30% off your first order. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're going to talk about couching. And we don't mean when you sit on the couch for a long time because you're stuck at home all day. And you think you're a potato. Yes, this is, it's not couch potatoing. This is couch, so couching. <laughs> so, <laughs> sewing this could couching. be social couching. Social couching. There you go. Yes. S-E-W. Okay, so this is social couching, which I think could have like a much, you know, different meaning maybe. Um, and I can't believe we haven't done an episode on this yet, but this is one of those I used, times when I used we were- to do this so much. But we I, we were kind of like, oh, we were going to talk about this, and we realized we did it in 2017 mm. or something like that. You know what I'm thinking of right now as we talk about is that crazy quilt I have in oh, my living room. No, ZD is to be couching queen for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know queen. what I, and it's actually like <laughs> on my couch. But it's um, a couch crazy I, yeah, quilt on I couch. lay I lay it over the back of my couch all the time. No, it's a super, this is. I have every single kind of trim, bead, yes. cording, ribbon. I don't, I, I should have gone and gotten it, but it's downstairs. Maybe I can remember. But well, anyway. Well, we have a box here that says crochet and couching. And yes. it's one of those big like long flat tubs maybe it could have gone under like a bed or something right and it's full of yarn and so and that's not the only thing I couch with no right. no and so it's a little this this technique of embellishing there's so many parts to it so many parts that go together so we were really trying to outline how best to explain it over a podcast and we've decided to sort of define couching for you first okay in the simplest of manners. Yes, sort of in the most basic way. So when you couch, you are using your sewing machine and just a, a basic needle thread. Uh, we'll talk about different thread options for you. But, you know, you are using your sewing machine and sewing thread in your needle and sewing thread in your bobbin. And then you are using that to apply. Right. A, normally a long length of ribbon, cording, trim, yarn, beads. beads. Se- Did I say sequins already? I can't remember. I don't know. I you sequins. may have. We talked about sequins so much. I don't know. Right. But most of the time, it's it's like something that has come right. off a roll. So, so when we or, say beads, it's like a string of beads. A string of or beads. Or beads you've strung or something right. like that. So it is a string or a length of something. And like I said, I'm afraid to go here because you sort of drive it on yeah right Right? you're paving with it 
You You're laying on. track. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All yes. right. So then, how? What are we going to talk about next? What's our What's our next? Well, oh, you want to talk about the materials? Is that what we were going to talk about? What? Oh, we just did. We, we just defined talked about. it. And we said what we were going to put on, and we and Mallory. I'll reiterate: your sewing machine is basically just threaded like you were going to sew. Right. And now you may make choices of different threads later because your thread is going to be laying over and on top of whatever you're paving. That's right. right. Whatever you're you're laying down. If you are laying down a string of beads and you somehow wanted it to look like these had been put on by hand or or you were trying to like – outline something and you or add a, just add a color maybe uh, yeah. maybe the beads are clear or white or something and you need it to something more pinky or yeah you know you needed some color in there okay so you can choose to have your thread contrast mm-hmm. with whatever you're laying down blend in to whatever mm-hmm. you're laying down uh either one of those and then zd you like to use that monopoly thread right. which is spelt like monopoly yes <laughs> I, so I call it monopoly thread, monopoly. Um, it is a clear polyester what, what, thread. What it was the one that we used to use before that one came out? It was the. Um, it was more stretchy. Yeah, it was like a nylon. It was nylon. That's okay, exactly so what it is... was. Monopoly, I like better. Right. I feel like it's not as finicky on people's with people's machines. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as stretchy. Yes. People don't seem to have it, and I only use it in my needle. Right. Okay. I use regular thread in my bobbin. Okay. Okay. So the thread that you choose for your sewing machine, it can be construction thread. Okay. Mm -hmm. It can be a machine embroidery thread. Mm -hmm. This all depends on, you know, Top stitch thread. It could be top stitch Mm -hmm. thread. That would give you a more bold look. Two embroidery threads gives you two colors or whatever. I mean, this is- Or a thicker look. This is endless, guys. Oh, yeah. This is endless. endless. It can be a metallic thread. Yeah. Yeah, this is endless, and if you could, we we have to take a bunch of pictures of that quilt. Yeah, there because are there lot, is like every sample in the no, world. No, you on could it. have you could have so many options, right. and so when you you know if you buy that string of beads, um, you could find them at the craft store and everything. Right. You know, if they are black or something, you could use black thread, or you could use like a gold thread, right. and you could get a very different look either way. Um, but our point is that like we're not saying that you're sewing with sequin thread coming through your needle or something right. like that. We so the thing that you're laying down yeah. is being laid down and then sewn on. Yes. Yes. So it's being applied to the top. Um, and then the stitches, uh, how to set up your machine for stitching over the trim, the ribbon, the beads, the sequins, whatever. Right. That is oftentimes a zigzag stitch. Okay. Uh-huh. And you are, of course, like ZD tells you all the time, you're going to test, test, test. Right. To make sure that this stitch looks good over your thing. Now, you are going to, just so you know, visualize this. If you're sewing over something rather thick, picture like a rather large cord or something like that. There's going to be more top thread getting laid down than bobbin thread. Right. Because there's nothing thick on the bottom. And you... um, We don't seem to have to adjust our tensions uh, when doing you know, this? No, I don't think I've ever, ever adjusted attention. Ever. Yeah. And that's sewing on many sewing machines over, oh my God, I'm so old. You're so like old. Like over 50 years. Yeah, I remember when I used to, when I started this, I didn't know there was a difference. Like to me, thread was thread. Right. You know, and I remember sewing over like it was like a tatting cord that I found that was my aunt's. Do you know what I mean? It, and, and I don't know. Even where the idea like came from, I think maybe I saw it on something. Right. Like a, I'm thinking of a collar on a dress I saw one time, and I was like, "My machine will make that zigzag." Yeah. You know, and again, this was very simple. It was like a cord, and you know, like a white cord, and it was zigzagged over with red thread or right. something like that. You know, fun. And um, I did it. Mm-hmm. That's how I did it. And then I was like, "Well, I could use two cords," mm-hmm. you know. And then, um, and I will tell you. I did not have the help of all of these feet oh, man. that we have now. So we're not quite there yet, but when we get there. Right. <laughs> there. One thing I did have, and this is funny, guys. I had My sewing machine had all these cams in it. It was very sophisticated for the time. This is like in the 60s. And I was embellishing things with 
sewing thread. Yeah. I don't even know if they had like decorative anything. thread. Well, they did, but it was like silk. Uh huh. You know, right. I don't know that there were rayon or polyester embroidery threads for my machine. So let's talk a little, a little bit about the zigzag. When you choose a zigzag on your sewing machine, it's going to, you know, come up as the default length and width. Uh, or you're going to look in your owner's manual and it's going to tell you the default length and width. Right. And most of the time when you couch, you're going to change these settings. Right. It's generally going to be longer than the recommended length. Okay. I can't remember what the length recommended length is on like the default, you know, length on the baby lock right now. Um, on, on the zigzag? Yeah. I think it's like 1 or 1.5. It's, yeah. It's, it's very short. Well, and it seems short, but it's because, so if it's 1.5, there's really 3 millimeters between the two stitches on the right side and the two right. stitches on the left, right. you know. Right, But you may even go up to right. like a 3. Oh, easy. Uh, okay, yeah. easily. I think most of the time I have gone up. Yes. Yes. Yes, you go up. Now, if I'm doing a lot of curly cues, Mm-hmm. I may be down for, I I may not go because I'm trying to make that curve. Get that detailed work in there. Right. So you, um, a lot of times you're lengthening it and the longer stitch length also helps you not to build up thread over a possibly bulky uh, piece of cording or sequins or something. Like it just benefits you in that way. And then your width. And and some of it too is going to be. The look you want. Right. The look so you want. So am yeah. I got red thread over something white and I want a lot of red to show? Yeah. Or do I just want it to look spaced out? So it's a look and a technique and, you know, considering your bulk and all that stuff. Yeah. So all that comes again, together. test, test, test. And then your width is going to be dependent on what you're laying down to. Absolutely. So most of the time, I mean, once again, I mean, you do whatever you want, but right. most of the time you're just gonna gonna kind of want to go right outside those outer bounds right. of the beads, the sequins, the you're ribbon. So you're laying down a stitch to the left, and then and a stitch, stitch to, to the, the right. right, and then a stitch to the left. So you'll test this a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. And you know why you also need to test this is because if you're putting beads under your foot, right? You need to make sure that your needle is not gonna hit. Well, and that's another beads. thing. If there, especially if there's something like that. Or even sequins sometimes, depend, depending on how they're strong or how the trim is made, you want to hand walk through. Now, if I'm just going on a flat ribbon, I probably don't have to hand walk. I might go slow. Well, yeah, but, you want to see what it right, looks like. But, but, you know, anything that might break my needle. Yes. Right, or I think might break my needle. Um, you know, you're going to hand walk. And you're going to come up with these settings you want. Yes. Um, and so do be mindful of that. If you, this is where I think you can get kind of a funny pulling look, mm-hmm. is if you go too wide. So if you go mm-hmm. too wide over those beads and. Um, well, or too wide over to, anything. Yeah, too yeah. wide over anything really that's, you know, not. Uh, well, and even, even like the ribbon or yeah. the cording or whatever. You want it to be tight enough that it's not sliding around. That's right. So even if you're not, you're not sewing into the ribbon uh-huh. or the, you know, you want it to be snug enough that the ribbon's not sliding out or coming, you know, or the cording or whatever you're using. Now I'm wanting to really couch. This I know. Is I'm turning like, me oh, on. are you getting excited? <laughs> All right. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah, this is turning me we on. Did, we didn't know like, we'd get so excited. I, I, I remember like, you know. Sitting down and just trying to think up combos. and I told you, you know, that I'm going to just yeah. do free motion couching for the next uh, self-sewn wardrobe right. live. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. <laughs> now, you say free motion. Free, mo- free motion? There, yeah. There's a new word. Free, free motion. Free motion. Is this free mouching? Free mouching. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> free mouching couching. Somebody will come up with a word for us and let us know. So when Mallory says free motion, yeah, um, we're going to talk about feet. And um, there are many feet, Mallory actually even has laid out, but there's, you can do what I would call meandering and you can do free motion. You know what I've heard that called? Free flowing sewing. Uh, Well, I always call it meandering. I kind of. That's right too. That's okay. I feel like it gives a little bit more of an idea of what's going on. Well, I used to meander though. Yeah, but you can meander at any speed. But, like, free-flowing to me gives you the idea that you – so what ZD's talking about is um, with meandering or free-flowing sewing, right. 
Um, you got your stitch. And, and you're saying sewing, too. Yes. Yes. Your feed dogs are up. Yeah, your feed dogs are up. You know, you're sewing. Right. But, but I might be sewing in a circle and a loop and a this. It's sort of like if I was free motion um, quilting, sort of like that. May, well, and it doesn't have to be a particular design. You know, it's like whatever I'm feeling. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do. Or if I'm going around a design that's on the fabric yeah. or something like that. But I do have my feed dogs up, mm -hmm. okay? And, um, you know, I'm going around those corners with the feed dogs up, and I'm using that stitch. But there is also a true free motion. Yes, yeah, so what, but you didn't kind of talk what? about your meandering, okay? What, do you, what so did I miss? I feel like when you couch and your zigzag is a little longer, mm -hmm. it lets you, since there's more space between those stitches, it lets your fabric move under your foot up more freely than when you're just doing, like, your normal 2.5 millimeter straight stitch. Yeah, well, see, but also, if I'm making if I'm making a curve, uh -huh. I don't want the stitches too far apart either. No, but yeah. you're curving without lifting your presser foot That's is true. what you're doing. Yes, I am. Okay, you're yes, curving, you are moving your fabric, you're right. not stopping every... Every stitch mm -mm. to nope. lift your presser foot. Okay, so that's what ZD's talking right. about with like meandering and free flowing, right. uh, sewing like that. You've got things set up to where you're still using your feed dogs. You can't go backwards all of a sudden because um, they're dropped, but it allows well, you to. You, you can't go backwards. You can if you put sewing. the reverse in. No, because you'll back up over your. No. Well, right. No, that's, you don't no, want to do can, that. You can't. <laughs> I mean, you don't because you'll bunch up. You're courting. Yes. Yes. So you can't right. do that. Now, when you have your feed dogs dropped, though, I could do, um, and you have your free motion couching foot on, I can go kind of like backwards and back and forth yes. if and I wanted to. And you're also using a straight stitch. Yes. And so that, stitch. Then, then using the straight stitch allows you to sort of back up and over your stitching more. Now, mm -hmm. with the meandering, you can cross over your stitching, like right. make loops. With the free motion foot also, you're almost always using a really soft cord. Yes. So, so you know, you're not going to use your free motion foot with your feed dogs down to put on sequins, probably. It's a little different. It's like a different animal. Right. You know, right. Um, for sure. You can't do like, you have to be able to sew through your your couching medium. Okay. Exactly. You have to be able to sew through exactly. it. Exactly. You are sewing right, almost dead center through it right. is, is, is the objective. Yes. Yes. So we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and talk about like one of the most important things. And we saved it for la or later because it is so in-depth, and that is the different types of feet right. that you can have for couching. Okay, so we'll take a quick break and be right back. Let's take a moment to thank our latest sponsor, Copper Compression, for supporting the podcast. Copper Compression offers a full range of copper-infused wellness products like braces, gloves, and sleeves that provide targeted relief and the support you need through your active recovery. They have the highest copper content on the market guaranteed. Copper-infused fabric is wondrous material. It has antimicrobial and anti-odor properties and boosts circulation. The unique combination of compression and copper gives you the strength to heal. We know how important our hands are. I've been knitting and gardening more while staying at home, which is fun, but my hands were killing me. I started using their half-finger gloves while working on my latest project, and my hands have felt so much better. Copper Compression was recently in the news. They donated their entire stock of 18,000 professionally manufactured masks to New York and New Jersey hospitals. And of course, we have a special offer for our listeners. Go to coppercompression.com slash sewingoutloud30. That's coppercompression.com slash sewingoutloud30. Or use the promo code sewingoutloud, all one word, at checkout for a very generous 30% off on your first order. Thanks, Thanks Copper, Copper Compression. Compression. Sew, 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 sewing out loud. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, there are so many feet nowadays. Feet are made for walking. Yeah, and these feet, no, no. No, they are These feet are made for couching. All right, <laughs> and that's yeah, just what, what they do. do. All right, there we go. Some of these days, these feet are going to couch right over, over you. Man, we started a little low there. All right. <laughs> I, I feel low today. Okay. I'm a little raspy. <clears throat> All right, so what feet can do for you in couching land? I felt like I had a good like platitude for this. They can provide couching land space mm-hmm. and good. guidance okay, well. for your couching medium. Okay? okay, space and guidance. So when we talk about ribbon, okay, mm-hmm. I mean that's something that could almost be done with like your normal right. zigzag so, or foot, right? So right up front, and this is what I did because I didn't know there were feet like this that when I started doing right. this in my you know, infant hood of sewing um sewing my fetal gestation age of sewing um i just used my regular foot i well i had a zigzag foot so there was room underneath you know a flat foot's not good it's nice to have you know what is called your zigzag foot if you turn it over you know that there is room carved out right you know, it's not a flat foot, right? Mm-hmm. There's a channel there yeah, for build up to go through. Right, right. Yes. It could even be used for like decorative stitching or satin stitching. So there's that with the ribbon. But then right. you start to get into, you know, anything three dimensional, mm-hmm. and you need a foot that probably is going to have, uh, you know, maybe it's going to have some kind of open toe or. It has a big channel underneath it. Which I like to call a tunnel. A tunnel. A cha- you know, I don't like the word tunnel because it makes me think of tunneling. Tunneling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I and, and we can, well, we need to talk about tunneling about this too. Go right. ahead. Right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but there are feet, and this is so, everybody, this is going to depend on your brand of machine and what they call these freaking feet. Okay. Well, and there are generic yes like packages out there that you know you can buy like multiple feet or but whatever, let's talk sometimes. about the different yeah. names you're gonna have something you you could use feet that are called a piping foot mm-hmm. a cording foot you may find something called like a jumbo cording foot too you'll find things like mini piping feet uh the cording feet a braiding foot an adjustable piping foot um, now you could also use pin tuck feet, invisible and invisible zipper, zipper feet foot for this. Really works, yeah. But just so you know, I uh, I actually have not seen a foot called the couching foot except for the free motion couching, couching foot. foot. It exactly. doesn't include the word couching. And um, you left out one thing. What I say? said the um. The piping? The piping foot, it can also be called a beading foot. Okay, Because yeah. it has a hump. You're right. No, so, you're right. So it has a tunnel, like, behind the needle, and then in front of it, it sort of humps over, you know, the, gives the room for those beads. So what these... But sometimes you'll see, like, all three names on that foot. Yeah, it'll be, like, beading, piping, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 foot. Okay, so what these feet with these channels underneath them do that's, like, really important and, like, why I 
want to stress that this right. might be a good investment for you, is it will guide, say, that string of beads. Yes. Into the exact same place the entire Every under the, single yeah, time. Under the needle. Consistency. It's wonderful. So under the needle, the beads are always in the same place. Mm-hmm. So when you set that width, okay, then you should technically be good to go. Um, and so that is a is an example with the beads where it really protects you. Because if you sew through a plastic bead with your needle, it's going to break and could come up the, and hit you in the eye. Break, the needle will break. It's not good for your machine. You'll mar up your throat plate. You'll cry. Now, I'm looking at a cording foot right now that has seven holes in it. I call this the Swiss cheese foot. Well, that's a good, or the cheese grater foot or something. Doesn't yeah. it look, no, it makes me yeah. think of cheese. Swiss cheese, you're it, right. I mean, it's it totally could be, right. it looks like it could grate cheese. It looks like it's Swiss. So it has the slot where, you know, your needle goes. And in front of that, it has a series of tiny little holes. Yeah. How okay. many does yours have? Five. Uh, this is five. I think there's a three, a five, and a seven that I know of. Okay. I might okay. not have gotten them all out because well, there were so I, many. Yeah. I oh, don't... here's the three. Okay. So, okay, Mallory, yeah. we have 10 feet in front of us, yes. not counting <laughs> the free motion foot. And I didn't get out all the feet that and, could and be used And we probably didn't this. get them all out. And um, there may be more that, you know, some brand has that we're not quite sure of or something. But I, I guess what we really need to, I want to get across is this is not a bad investment. You'll be using it for more than one yeah. thing. Okay, so Especially I want to talk. Especially that beading couching. The, yeah, per, yeah. Oh, you know what they call it? The pearl and piping pearl foot. Pearl and piping That's foot what they called, called it. Yeah. Okay, so these cording feet with all these little holes and everything, they act as guides as well, okay? Yes. Now, what can fit through here is like some pearl cotton right. or some it's, thin yarn. Yeah. So it's not something. Um, floss. Right. It's yeah. not something where if you sewed over it, you would break your needle and poke your eye out. Okay. Right. But what it is doing is if you wanted to put a color scheme through here of like, you know, white, gray, and black right. or right. red, white, and blue or something like right. that, it's going to keep those three rows of floss of right. cording of whatever in line and you're going to get this nice color right. you know the blend or a thick them. line or whatever and you could even do in this case this um if you put four of these if you thread four of these holes four of the seven yeah four yes, of the seven right. on the seven you have a different look than if you do all well, of them okay yeah. but what i was going to say is if you thread four of these through it almost takes up the whole width of yes. the stitching area. Yes. And this is where I think it would be great to bring in your discussion about decorative stitches. Right. Because we were talking about a zigzag. However, the zigzag needed to cover this width of right. like um, cords and everything, right. I would almost go for a triple zigzag. Right. And you could do, go ahead. Right. So you can do, say, a rainbow pattern mm-hmm. with your cording, right? Yeah. Okay. And then you could actually use a decorative stitch. Now, it needs to move forward a lot. Yes. You can't, or, you can't have forward one. Forward only. You really. can't have one that goes back and forth, back and forth, right. blah, blah, blah. So you need to, you know, again, test, test, test. Yep. But some sort of decorative stitch. I mean, I've done like little mountains, you know, over like rainbow stripes. Which right. Which is, is really cute, like on a baby thing or something. Yeah. Know? So it's like a scallop. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, scallop like a scallop or, you, know, you even have those peaks. Yeah. Like the things that are peaks. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, let's go on someone's name. Well, yeah, I'd be careful with the names. Yeah. Because sometimes they move backwards. Well, that's true. But test it out. See right. what happens. Test it. It can be, right. So... Uh, you can use decorative stitches to couch. Yes. Especially, but they need to be forward in movement. And especially on some of the flatter things. I mean, right. stitching ribbon, over your ribbon. Right. You know. I, you know, now I have done, you know, things like a, that look like an arrowhead or something like mm-hmm. over a thick, thicker type yarn or something. You know, You've, it just. Yeah. Now the, Right. And the other thing is, I mean, not through these little Swiss cheese holes, but some of those other ones. <laughs> You can use like those hairy yarns. Yeah. You know, and actually, sometimes, like while you're sewing, it will, you know, slender them out a little bit. Yeah. I wanna... But then when you're finished, you sort of fluff it back up, and then you have like this, you know, hairiness going on. I want to talk about how I would, um, like, if I were to use like taxonomy to describe these feet, 
there are some feet that allow the couching medium to just have direct access to the needle. Right. Okay? Right. And then some of these feet, like the Swiss cheese one, and this is an adjustable braiding foot that I'm holding here, it creates a hole before the needle where the couching medium goes under part of the presser foot right. before meeting the needle. So that is where if I were using eyelash yarn or something a little right. more 3D, maybe I would want it a little more smoothed out before it goes toward my needle right. and it could get like, you know, hung up or something yes. like that. So the piping foot um, well, that one covered that would cover the medium a little bit before the pin tuck right. foot would not. Um, the braiding foot does, right. and so just keep that in mind as you test. Um, the one thing about the pin tuck foot is you could go to the side on it. You yeah, could, you, you know, but I mean, again, test, and you know, this is one of those things when I tell you to keep a library of yeah. samples. So. You know, write that stitch number. You know, after you get something like you're happy with, do write the stitch number down. Write your settings. settings down. Take a piece of whatever, you know, that yarn or whatever and, you know, uh, sew it onto a little card or put it in a pocket of a, you know, however you keep your samples, mm -hmm. right? And, and a picture of the foot or the name of the foot or... You know, whatever, so that you know, oh, this is how I did this. And you don't have to go through all those trials and tribulations again. Absolutely. Um, and, um, oh, I was going to say something else about, I think, sewing I, on I beads. do remember one time <laughs> I needed, like, a decorative cording on something. Yeah. Something specific. Yes. Like a certain and style. I want, and I, I wanted a specific color, and I couldn't find the color. I wanted, like, the, set, you know, the, you know, the satin-covered cord. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. And... So, I I can't remember what it was, but I was like, okay, I'm going to couch that sucker on, and I'm going to use embroidery threads, and I'm going to impart the color I want. Yeah. And it really turned out better than, like, what I thought in the first place. Okay, and then this is something that I would have done when I was beginning sewing. Oh, Mallory did some weird stuff. <laughs> so, I, I just, just let her rip, and she did a good job. I just want to say... If you have one of those Swiss cheese feet where there's just all these holes in the foot right. or there's like little floss guides right. or whatever, or it's something you're going to kind of thread, thread the couching medium through your foot first and then put the foot on the yes. machine. Yes. Don't try, don't put this seven yes. cording, <laughs> seven hole cording foot on your machine and then try and thread pearl you know, cotton through it. These, I would do that. No, I'm, no, I'm no, not making yeah, fun no, of you. These, I'm like, these little holes are not, I mean, they're like a big-eyed needle. Yeah. They're not big. So right? don't try, I mean, it's different no, no, no. when you're thread just. Thread it first. Yeah, right. it's different when you're just like, okay, I'm going to pop some cording right. on this thing and then sew over it or something. But if you're going to thread something through, thread it beforehand. You have to do that with the cow the free motion foot. It's got like a hole, you know, that you thread through. Um so I just want to say that that's something I would have done. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and so what what Mallory, you know, there are all these feet that have room for 7 or 5 or 3 cords or whatever. And so think about that too. You can use the two outer ones or only yeah. the center one or go. the two left ones mm -hmm. or or whatever or you know, one color um, down the middle, and then all the rest are a different color. So don't you know? Don't think, oh, I have to put all purple cords through this seven yeah. purple cords or whatever. That's not what you have to do. Okay, we've got stabilizer and tunneling written down. Right. Um. Let's. Why don't you get started talking about that? Well, you don't want to tunnel. So you you want your fabric to stay nice and flat under whatever you're applying to it. Right. So I'm applying this cord. And all of this this thread also, yeah. and or decorative stitch or bead or you know, so I'm hanging a bunch of stuff on this fabric, yeah, right. And I'm using these stitches. You need stabilizer. You need, you might need like a couple stabilizers, and and this isn't appropriate for everything either. Well, no, you no, you can get too heavy yes, on something. Yes, you can't. You can't take like you know a very fine rayon and think you're going to put like a thick yarn on, on it or something. Like, <laughs> now, maybe if you're doing an art project, but if yes. you want to wear this, right. you know, 
these things, you know, you have to think about the weight and the drape and the whatever you know and what? what's going on. I, I mean, I've had a little epiphany here. Not oh. really, a, you know, I feel a like I've known epiphany. this before. Couching epiphany. Um, you say that you've not had to change the tension, you know, on yeah. your machines. And I just feel like you've had such a lot of experience with different fabrics mm-hmm. that I feel like you know, okay, this is an inappropriate time for couching. Or right. I need more stabilizer well, under here. Well, and I think that's like, what... you know, you just have those instincts before the project gets going. The last thing I ever do is change the tension, everybody. Like... If something's tunneling, stabilizer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, or 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 a longer stitch length or something. And uh, you know, we we see this on our page all the time, right? Yeah. When somebody's asking for advice and everybody's like, change the tension. No, no, no. There's probably something. There's probably else. something else. It's probably you need stabilizer, or you need more. Like Mallory said, you need more stabilizer. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Or you might just need another needle, honestly. Because you would do these crazy quilts, okay? Mm-hmm. They're machine crazy quilts, and you'd be using weirdo costume well, fabrics I and used, stuff. Yes. But actually, that one is like all costume yeah, fabric. Yeah, so it's like satin. So it's satins, and it's voils over another piece of satin, and but brocades, and all this stuff. It's sewing, not quilting cotton. Yeah, you were sewing them down onto like a lightweight canvas, kind I was. of. Yeah, so then mm-hmm. when ZD goes to um, apply and couch on beads and soutache and everything like that, she actually has quite a stable base to go on to begin with. That's right. You know, so I'm just saying. The quilt is very heavy. It is. It's a heavy quilt. You know you know the weighted blanket idea? Yeah. I came up with it a long no, I time I ago. Was, I was actually thinking about that because I was like, man, all these people want these weighted blankets. Like, okay. But then I realized that, that the throw that I have on my couch. is very heavy. It's, it's that home so deck we make So we make throws. Well, that's, yeah. that's another that's thought. A good Write podcast. that down. Yeah. yeah. I think we've talked about I it before. I think we have too. But I don't know if we've given in-depth instructions. So now's a great time. Um. I want to talk about starting and finishing. Oh, okay, sure. Okay. So you have a lot of options with this. Couching can be used to do things like you could trace out a name and follow the name, or you're just doing, you know, weird fun paths to have a good time, or you are recreating some kind of regalia or something like that. You you can use it for so Couching many things. Couching was very common, like, in the 40s uh-huh. on women's, like, suits yeah up around the neckline right and soutache was a very common thing mm-hmm. for people and a lot of times it was curves or swirls or loops or you know something like that so someone probably drew that on first and then yeah and then went over traced right. it drove mm-hmm. that yeah. drove yeah. that stuff on so what you can do is you can start sort of like off of your mm-hmm. where your pattern piece is going to be or where, something where like that. Where you know that. your seam is going to be. Yeah, or something but. like that. So you could start off. And what we would do is, if possible, kind of stitch through the medium a little bit mm-hmm. to anchor it uh, or leave a long tail, mm-hmm. okay? And then if uh, if you can, go off your pattern piece a little bit. Right. And couching can change the size of a, of a pattern piece or a, mm-hmm. a pillow. Like say you want a 16 by 16 pillow. Well, First of all, cut yourself a, you oh, know, I want to couch a pillow. You now. want to do a pillow? Okay. Yeah. First of all, cut yourself a nineteen by nineteen. You <sighs> always know, pillow make it bigger. And then always make it bigger. It's like well, in in, in this case, it's like too. you're making your own fabric. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the other, the opposite of this mm-hmm. would be if I did want it around like a neckline. Yeah. Right. I might want to put my shoulder seams in. Okay. Because I may want to embellish right over over those shoulder seams. Very true. But I do want to say you can, like, if you need to stop in the middle Mm -hmm. of a of a visible area of your right. pillow, your dress, your whatever. Oh, I've got a great pillow idea. Go on. Okay. Keep going. It's just coming what, to What me. I would do you here. Sketch it out right now while we're talking. Is I would, um, you know, make my design, and you're probably using your zigzag, and I would stop, and I would anchor my thread by either using your anchoring stitch on your sewing machine or doing a straight stitch and making the length zero or as right. low as you can get it. Do a few stitches in place. And then 
uh, trim, and then you should be able to trim the threads to the back, you right. know, uh, and you should be able to then take a tapestry needle and pull your couching medium back through your fabric, maybe. Of course, if this is like a string of beads, that's not something that like frays right. um, or something like that. But um, keep that in mind with, you know, kind of plan a little bit how you're going to start and stop. And then I want to talk about the direction of those sequins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the direction, of, it's a direction of anything, actually. Well, not, but sequins is the, the one that'll a, get really you every good time. One. Yeah, talk it's about that. that. Tell everyone so, about that. Sequins are sewn on and usually lapped over each other. Yeah, like correct? if you get a roll of sequins, right? You know, I mean, think yeah. of think of like fish scales, I guess. Fish scales, mm. yes. So you don't want to be going against the lap, right? Yeah, you Is want it, you want to be like it needs to easily go under your right. foot. It needs to not be like the edges of the sequins right, are popping against it, pop, your foot. Popping up. And, and there are some trims you you really if you have a trim that's woven in a certain way or something, check that out too because it may sort of have the same deal. You 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 want to make sure it's going with the flow, you know, that it's sliding under your foot and not working against your foot. I think I've had to unwind a thing of sequins before. I have unwound trim before. I can because yes. it was going the quote wrong that's way. That's right. No, to go true. under a presser foot. Well. Here's the deal. You know, you and I, when we like, we'll work with sequins. We have a whole big roll. A lot of people go to the store and actually buy like three yards. Yeah, if you just buy the little <laughs> three yard roll, you're fine because you just wind it on to like something yeah. else. And you're but good. we we have like, no, but you know, I, we have a hundred yard roll or something. We I, might have to pull it off and you know decide where to cut it. I but, have yeah. sent them through the wrong way before. It, it yes. didn't last very long. Yes. I was like, oh, I see, <laughs> and right. then and then changed right. it. But uh, yeah, the sequin thing is the most. What a, it is the the most evident, like you can definitely see how that raw edge of the sequin um, versus the edge right. that's covered the by the other sequin. The flipped up edge, right? Yeah, the flipped up edge can get in your way. What do you? Would you write well, down? Well, I I wanted to talk about, um, you know, shrinkage or not, yeah. or bleeding. So you okay. you want you want to pre wash these things? Okay. Okay. Um, have I done it every time? No. <laughs> have I gotten in trouble? Yes. That's yeah. why I can tell you this. Have I been screwed over? Why yeah. Why do I know this? Why right. do I know this? <laughs> it wasn't that person sitting on the couch that told me this. It was the person that did it wrong. That right. was me. Um, so, especially certain things like reds. And, so, if I'm putting a red trim yeah. on white fabric, I need to... Now, you don't have to launder it if you don't want to put it through the laundry... Um, what I say, what I would probably do is soak this in warm water mm -hmm. with vinegar. Yeah. Okay. I might wash it with synthropol, which catches the free dye, right? Right. Red is so unstable. Okay. Or anything that you might think has red in it, like purple. Yeah. Purple can be unstable too. So any dye can be unstable. I want to wash that out. And I will literally like run it under the faucet and rinse and rinse and rinse and rinse. And then I might put it in the dryer. Right. Okay. Put it in a, in a like a lingerie bag and throw it in your dryer. Because if you're going to wash and dry that garment, you don't want the separate, you know, um, degrees of shrinkage. Yes. Talk about you wanna, tunneling. You can have some yeah, really ugly show up. You want to pre-shrink your stuff. And you may have even done this on like ready to wear. And you're like, all I did was launder this. And now this is all scrunched up over here. And, you know, it's because they didn't do that. Yeah, it's because they're they're. They don't have to do that not, for no, you. They just they have know. to make it pretty to hang <laughs> in the store and <laughs> they you'll They just buy have it. to make it look good on the hanger. That's yeah. right. That's all they have to do. So think about your pre-washing. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So couching is a great way, though, for like if you don't have an embroidery machine mm -hmm. to do things. Also, I would sometimes have people come to me and want an embroidery machine to do One something. Thing. Well, something yeah. like really big. Oh, yes. That really in a home sewing environment needed to be done by couching on like some cord. Like certain Like have someone come in and say they want to make a banner for their child's marching band. Yeah. And they're going to use their embroidery machine. Good luck. Right. <laughs> because the letters need to be like, you know, two feet high, right? Right. right. So then we go to applique. Couching. Couching. Et and one thing that is really nice to do is if you have an applique letter, 
couching around it like is really nice. No, yeah, you can use that as an outline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's just cover that free motion couching foot real quick before we. Will you do that? I will. Okay, so this used to be exclusive to another brand. And then Baby Lot got it. That's they got right. a free motion couching foot. And so what it looks like is, if you've ever seen an echo quilting free motion foot, it looks, so it like, looks a, like a little disc. Who's doing the free a, motion couching? No. <laughs> yes. It a looks like concave a, disc. It looks like a saucer, a right. clear saucer, clear plastic saucer. And a why, big contact lens. Yeah. Why the echo quilting is good for that is because it has quarter inch lines on it. And so you can go from any angle. And you've got a circle with these, you know, quarter inch and a half inch, you know, diameters so that you could technically do echo quilting with it. Um, but then this free motion couching foot has a little hole and thread guide where you can thread yarn or something through. It does have to be a bit thick because when you go backwards, it has to be exactly the right yeah, like gauge. You need to test <laughs> yes. it. Okay. Um, it's not like an equal opportunity couch. And again, it's kind of soft. Right. It can't be anything that won't bend or now, curl easily. You can uh, check on your free motion couching foot. But Don't some... you want to couch really bad Yeah, I now. do. I yeah. do. Some of them do have where you can have a slight zigzag because they have a bit of an yes. opening. Yes. However, if you go sideways... Your zigzag is a straight stitch. Right. Okay. In free motion land, so it doesn't matter. So what what Mallory's <laughs> telling you is this, you know, threads like down through the saucer. Right. Comes to the hole mm-hmm. or, you know, or the slot where the needle comes through. And it's absolutely stabbing, you know, that cording supposedly. Right. Ideally. In the ideally. That's a good word for this. Right down the center of that cording. Okay, and then one more thing we haven't talked about that will help you in this is whatever your couching medium is, you need to put it somewhere or have it, you know, somewhere where it can flow freely. So you need to figure out how you're going to feed this. Yeah. So is it going to be in a coffee cup? It could even be, like, down on the floor. I, I usually have it in my, a lot of times in my lap. In your lap. So I'll have, like, a saucer or a bowl what in my lap. What if you have seven things yep. of pearl cotton, you yep. know, because uh, you've threaded them through your Swiss cheese foot? Okay, um, then you need to, you know, have these things somewhere where they can flow freely, where they're not going to break because that would be really sad as you go a-couching. Right. And, and generally <laughs> it's something like a little bowl or a little container because you don't want it rolling away or, or, or you know, traveling away from you while you're trying to work on your machine. Now, sometimes a thread lift can be helpful for this, especially with the free motion mm-hmm. couching foot because um, of the way that the thread guide right. works. But a thread, a thread lift could be helpful. Now, this couching medium goes sort of more you know, in front of your machine right. uh, than you, uh, how you normally use a thread lift. That's important to keep in mind. But you're going to have some kind of bowls or mugs or something. Cups. Uh, or maybe you just have something in your lap, but make sure you've got enough, like, sequins rolled off that right. And, and thing, that is one thing know. when you're doing it is you have to be um, very prudent about, you know, do you have enough material that's rolling off well, in a free to, way? I would even call yeah. it vigilant. Vigilant okay, so there's is a good more, word. Better there, word. Yeah, better there's word. more moving parts now. Yes. So we're always telling you, right. okay, make sure there's nothing in the way of your thread right. on your machine. Make sure there's nothing uh, bogging down right. your project. Right. And so if you've got your big old crazy quilt, right, Mom? Right. And then you've got your couching stuff. Right. And then you've got other things that you've couched over. Right. You know, there's a lot going on. So there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of couching pieces. I have. <laughs> made my own guide out of a section of a straw before too. Oh my. Like set it up on my machine, cut the straw through it and put it through that, you know, and tape that onto Whoa. my machine so that I it's a new guide. I love that. Yeah, it's I a new it. guide. Um and you can you know, put it sell... like anywhere you okay. need it. You and can they... you can have more than one of those. They sell those metal straws now too. Oh yeah. So it's like really easy to get a more um well, but like I usually I, I was going to say shorter. I usually I say 
I usually cut it and it's about two inches long yeah, or something. Yeah, but I'm picturing yeah. like like that long metal straw taping, right there. Like yeah. a metal straw. Yeah. It might be because then it would be yeah. con- uh, commensurate with the um, yeah. thread lift. I've, hit, I've mm. used other tubing. Oh, and I put it upside down so that the little angles down there. Oh, man. I'm I've, taping I, a metal straw to our <laughs> sewing machine, guys. I mean, I've also used <laughs> other types of tubing and I don't even know where I got it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, right. Like, um... Just anything a thread would fit you know, through. You, well, you know the, the tubing that's in your pump jar? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yep. skinnier than a straw. Mm-hmm. And that's nice for some like things, in a, too. Like in a hand yeah. soap jar. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's a good idea. All right. Well, I think that that kind of, I think I think we did all right. Maybe. Full I dis- hope you get, uh, all I know is Mallory and I just sold ourselves on couch. Yeah, we're just really we're excited. We're ready to go here. Go couch. I have a new camper and I need some throw oh, pillows. You know, and I'm just thinking about how I can pick the colors I want and the you know textures what we didn't, I want. I just want to. <gasps> What'd you do? You know what we didn't kind of talk about? I just want to say, you know, you can like twist and braid and combine well, I thought we talked all, about that I, I think we did it heads up this okay. is the second recording yeah, of this podcast we, we kind of messed it up the first time we actually you that's rare I bet that's about the third or fourth time we've, it happens we've started sometimes. over we had to start over because Mallory's mind was going in one direction and mine was not and going in the yes, same yes so we so I was couching, obviously I was going in the wrong direction and couching is so it can go in so many directions. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It can meander. So you could have can, like two cords going and you could twist right. them, you could braid them, you could right. do it ahead of time, you know, right. but you can, I just want, so you I just can, want people to know that. But yes, you can yeah. twist cording as you're going. Right. You can twist a pearl cotton around a piece of yarn as you go along. You There's can all also, kinds of stuff. Um, you can also like uh, leaving aside all of those feet with channels under them where they are right. helping you out uh, in order to keep the, you know, thread in place. You can, like, loop your thread, right. okay, yes. and stitch over it yes. to kind of make, like, a fringe that's on there. I don't right. even know if that's couching. Maybe that's blurring the No, I've done that. I've, like, stopped and gathered up Yeah, gathered of it up or there's something. There's a little wad of thread right. there. there. There's a picture. You can take a picture of my quilt. It's on there. I'm going to take some pictures. Yeah. I am so excited. I just forgot. I got to get out of here to give ZD some room. I just forgot for how much fun I used to have, like, driving yep. that thread right down, you know, <laughs> the highway on my on my whatever. All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much for listening. We hope this inspires you to um, get a little couching done. We want to see your experiments over in the self Zone Wardrobe group. Uh, ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.